it's not only a design thing, but it's an assistant to keep it going. And in fact, it's not only talking to, to the, the mechanical part and knows the mechanical part because it has a representation of it. No, it's talking to sensors in that mechanical part. So it interacts with it, right. which is a new dimension, basically, on top of the, the, the simulation dimension. And I don't say now it is a new meta system. It's still a meta system. But it is talking to the system of which it is a meta system. So when you when you when you think like that and, and you can see what's going on, so the popularity of uh, digital twins in manufacturing went up enormously. And every company that I know has a digital tw twin strategy. And it's of course it's not only for equipment in the plants. They also now start applying it, or they already started applying it to the products that they bring to the market, to their customers, to their consumers, or to their in B2B to other companies. Welcome to Innovation Talks. Join us weekly as we discuss with distinguished industry guests how to refine and improve corporate innovation and new product development. Hosted by Paul Heller, Sophion Chief Evangelist. Hello everybody, welcome back to the show. Thanks for joining me again. Uh, I've got the pleasure of speaking again with Hu Bruton. You know, I spoke with him recently and we had him uh, early on as, as a guest on our podcast. And, you know, Hoob and I were talking about an uh, interesting topic. Uh, the topic is digital twin. And we said, hey, let's, let's share our thoughts about that, what we're seeing, what we're uh, finding out about it, our, our views on it, or views that we're hearing from our companies we work with. So, Hoop, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Paul. Doing okay? Everything well in your, your corner of the world? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's uh, by exception, it's snowing over here, so late, late March. Yeah, snowing is very cold. We had, uh, like, high temperatures over the last two weeks, and suddenly it's very cold. The weather is a little bit weird, but uh, I'm inside. It's warm here, so I'm fine. I'm, a little I'm tap happy. on the shoulder. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to go. Yeah, and it is. Uh, yeah. I'm look forward to a weekend. So it's just for the weekend that we do this. So I'm, I'm happy to to do this. Fantastic, fantastic. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, uh, who a digital twin? A lot of definitions of it. Probably the most common one that I've seen is it's a virtual model that is designed to accurately reflect a physical object. I always thought that was a little small because I, I think you could have a digital twin of things that are not necessarily physical objects, right? So the, probably the well-known ones, there's plenty of well-known examples of, 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 okay, this is a virtual model of a product, right? And, and then there's things you do with the digital twin. The reason you do that, there's, there's reasons around design, simulation. We're going to talk about some of those things. But I also thought there's more. You could have a digital twin of, a, of an organization or of a, a process, uh, different, different types of digital twins. What's your thought on it, Hoop? Uh, you know, my background is in linguistics. And linguistic is, is the science of uh, language. And if you, uh, the language of the science of language is a meta language. They call it the meta language. 
And a digital twin is basically a meta object of another object. Okay. It's meta. And a meta object can also again have a meta object. So there's no end to it. If you have meta language, you have, for instance, grammar, for instance, is a language about language. Mm -hmm. There are different grammars. So there is the science of grammars. So you have language about the grammars. The science about the language of the grammars is again discussed in a different at a different level, which is, co is called the, the, the science theory, the theory of science. So how do you do the science? And this is how you how you should think also about digital twins. A digital twin is is a meta system. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's meta. And if you think about it like that, suddenly you say, okay, so a meta system, a digital twin, can have a digital twin. Yeah. <laughs> and the digital twin, the digital twin can have a digital twin. Yeah. That's a little tough to get my brain around, but okay. <laughs> yeah. So, so, and there is no end to it. Yeah. So, if if that is if if this is true, then then the definition that the word digital twin, I think it is by an American author once used, the Germans have a, in their German language, a, a thing called brother, like brother. So it's a, it's a, it's a brother system. Hmm. In industry 4.0, you know, that really kicked off the popularity of digital twin. And that is very much on manufacturing, not in the broad sense of the term, but uh, on production. So if in, in, in we have a, a plant, and in a plant, we have machines. And these machines and this equipment will be designed. And, and uh, we design them, you know, uh, with CAD CAM systems. And we simulate them. And later on, we can use that. So in fact, you, you build a digital model of the physical model first. And, and, and then we keep that during the whole life cycle also after the, the physical thing is already doing his job after, and then we call it the digital twin. So in fact, the digital meta system of the physical thing has a life cycle. Yeah, sure it does. Like the physical thing has a life cycle. And in the beginning, it was used to design a product, right? It's also for design. Right, exactly. Later, right. But later on, also with the, with the birth basically of Internet of Things, and the internet and everything, it um, it developed into, let's say, a kind of a security system, a proactive security system, to keep the machines secure, in the sense of uh, that they should not have fallout. That we proactively know if something going wrong. So it is talking to the sensors in that machine. Well, the sensors is also double. You know, they have hardware and software. The sensors have embedded stuff in it or next to it. So the digital twin is not only a representation of the machine, it also talks to the machine. Yeah. It communicates with the machine. And because it communicates with the machine, interacts with it, you can use it to for proactive maintenance, for instance. Uh, so a digital twin is now an assistant. It's not only a design thing, but it's an assistant to keep it going. And in fact, it's not only talking to, to the, the mechanical part and knows the mechanical part because it has a representation of it. No, 
it's talking to sensors in that mechanical part. So it interacts with it, right. which is a new dimension, basically, on top of the, the, the simulation dimension. And I don't say now it is a new meta system. It's still a meta system. But it is talking to the system of which it is a meta system. So when you, when you, when you think like that and, and you can see what's going on, so the popularity of uh, digital twins in manufacturing went up enormously. And every company that I know has a digital tw twin strategy. And it's, of course, it's not only for equipment in the plants. They also now start applying it, or they already started applying it, to the products that they bring to the market, to their customers, to their consumers, or to their in B2B to other companies. I recently uh, heard an example about an e-commerce application on the basis of a digital twin. So they, they, they sell an equipment to a customer. That equipment includes a part of the digital twin. It knows when a part of that equipment has, for instance, done, I don't know how many actions, it counts the actions. And instead of saying, hey, you need to replace this part because it, it did already too many actions. For instance, it designed to do 100,000 actions. And I did, at the, at the moment, I did 90,000. It says, hey, you're close to 100,000. You need to you need to replace this part. No. What it is doing then, it sends the customer to the web portal of the supplier so that he can order the replacing part immediately. Mm -hmm. The digital twin is the next step, can order that part automatically right. as a service. So the customer doesn't even have to order it. Right, right. So the digital twin then starts to do anything that you want to do. So the whole network of data, and I think that's an important point, you need a network of data on the basis of this digital twin concept. So the digital twin left, in fact, I think, the plant, left purely the simulation thing, the concept went on. So if you have a digital twin about a product, you can also have a digital twin about software. Yep. So if you have a digital twin about a physical equipment, it could be also in the consumer, in the houses, washing machine and so on. You could also have a digital twin about the software. So people are using the software and the digital twin monitors the usage of the software and can give you a signal. Hey, there is a function that nobody is using, ever, ever using. Why do we have it? Yep. So the digital twin is, 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 is not only a representation it doesn't even have to be a representation, a full representation of the object it belongs to. It is an object that communicates with that other object. Yeah. If you look at that and from that perspective, and if you realize what, what the power of it is of this, then I think we, we can open a new, uh, new prairies, if you want to, for innovation management. So if you, if innovation management management is, is to manage, let's say, the business life cycle of products in the market, whatever product it is, 
is it a mechanical one, a hybrid one, or a software one, whatever it is. I don't think that in the near future, you will have products that go out without the digital twin attached to it. I think it is a must have. Because yeah, if, you com if your competitor is doing it, then you have to do it. Because if you sell, whatever you sell to a market, there is always a license thing to it or a maintenance thing to it or an upgrade thing to a it. Service. And, 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 and you want to automate that process. And to automate that process, you really need a digital twin. Yeah. And, and the communication is over the Internet of Things. Absolutely. It's connected. So I think that, let's say, the innovation management market that we know, people still don't understand enough the power of this principle and the, the, the potential of it. And it has, and if you realize that, look, in, in, in the plants, you know, in the plants and the production plants, it's, it's a given. They will not create equipment without digital twin. The PLM systems, yeah. you know, are our sister sure. systems, basically, they, they do that. And they try to expand and they explain. Uh, I recently uh, visited a, a webinar of SimData, and they, they are as a PLM analyst, basically. They showed us the massive amount of data that, that, you, that you need to do a representation of a piece of equipment. Like, it's, it's massive. So every yeah. part in it has its twin. Yeah. And those, they have to communicate with each other. You can imagine how 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 massive the data load is that that you have around that i am not so from our perspective not so interested in in that subject for manufacturing i am more interested in products whether it is whatever it is hardware software hybrid that go to consumers or go to another business and how you then uh, should let's say design your product to do that. So when you have a, a hybrid product, you would say, okay, the product has built-in software embedded and it is connected software. But we still, that connected software is in general to switch something on or off or what have you. But it's not designed to be a twin. And I think if you design it to be a twin, you can have a lot more value out of the, the out of the data that you can collect via that mechanism yeah. back to you as a product designer. Because what do we know now at this moment in time, how your user is using the equipment of the software what we, we use, we, we, we don't know a lot really. Look, Google knows a lot of what we do, what we search and what have you. But and, and, but some people, perhaps, if I use my laptop, what do they know about how I use my laptop? So you can do a lot. So we know which character you, you, you type in most. But I think that uh, when we talk about many, there are so many different products, and we think about if all of these would have or will have a meta system connect to them. Now, now I go away from the, the digital twin word because it is so connected to production. So if I go right. now, if I say I have a meta system and then a meta system with a meta system and you use the Internet of Things infrastructure, the connectivity is there. You you can have you you can make the so-called perpetuum mobile, you know what that is? The, the 
the perpetuum mobile is the thing that always moves, right? That that the the interaction of your product with the user and yourself, your product, the user, yourself, that interaction will be uh, permanent and you can have uh, all kinds of analytics on it and it can tell you if you make it smart what your next innovation should be. You can automate yes, it. exactly right. Exactly right. And if you connect it to the consumer environment in some way, right? Think about the masses of information that's out there and how to connect to that with a... I still stick with the term digital twin because I don't jump right to right to manufacturing. I understand Meta's a little harder language uh, for people to grasp, but but having this Meta environment, um, in fact, now we have the Metaverse, right? Now we have the Metaverse coming, which is entirely digital, right? But but things will exist in there. Paul, Paul it's interesting that you say that. If I may interrupt. Already 15 years ago in production, they talked they talked there about the avatars. Yeah. The word avatar was already used in, in that simulation environment. Yeah, and, and I think that the new company, Facebook is called Meta, right? Is the Meta, Meta world. But of course, Meta is an ancient, ancient Greek word, word basically. Meta means next to. Meta means next to. And so, Language, meta language is language about the language, and so on and so on. So, so it, it is it's a scientific uh, a scientific uh, term. It is interesting to 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 see to see that now, even in the business, you know, this kind of world of avatars and all that, you know, will exactly it's seen as yeah. a big market. Yeah, and I think of companies and their operating models. Those operating models also being meta models. And then just like a digital twin could enable a company to deal with a problem with a product, some problem happened in the digital world, they can, they can simulate it. They can break it down. They can do a lot of things. If you have the digital twin of that physical product, I think if you have something called a digital twin, call it a meta model of a company, we'll be able to do some interesting things there as well. So for example, uh, maybe recognize that a company should be operating in a certain way, maybe should be innovating in a certain way that it's not doing right now. If there's a major disruption, maybe there's a, a fire or or something that takes a, a, a factory out, right? That whole sphere of, well, we need to go beyond thinking just replacing those products that are not coming to market because the factory's not there. Maybe the real answer is change your strategy, right? Do something different. Now you have a, to recover that product that's now lost because you can't manufacture it because of the manufacturing facility burned down. The answer might be just get out of that product entirely and do something else. That's too hard right now for people to do that kind of simulation manually. Nobody can do it. But I think if we start to think about the meta model on top of the business framework, and this could be still quite a ways down the road, but you could start to do that business model simulation just like you would do a product simulation to deal with an issue that comes up. 
You know, if what you, that's not difficult. Where you, where you uh, in, in fact, you know, when you go to the stock exchange and the analysts of the stock exchange, yeah, they are on that path since quite a while, right? Yep. Not so much in business models and so on. It's very financial. They try to predict. So it's, it's, it's restricted to the, the financial performance of a company in a certain market. And of course, these systems are not stupid. They already work with uh, with parameters. I would say that these are straightforward decision-making systems or decision support systems. But decision support system, in a way, are BI tools on top of data that are collected. So the twin, in general, collects data. It collects it over the internet. And it has some logic built in uh, to do that. Now, suppose that we would transfer that to a business model. An organization is not the same as a business model. Suppose we have a business model in, in a company that we uh, only try to sell services. Right. Like IBM did. We move from products to services. They did that on the basis of, they took that decision on, on the basis of their results of the last years, the difficulties of the last years, the the uh, the trends in the market uh, and so on and they took that decision i thought gerstner or what was his name who did that and it was very yeah, successful yeah yeah and it was very very successful he changed dramatically the business model another example that i have is a dsm as our customer dutch state mines chemical company traditional chemical company uh, it's now 15 years ago that they took the decisions. We don't want to be a chemical company anymore. We want to be a nutrition company. And they sold everything chemical. They sold it to Sabic. They have cheap feedstock. They can do it. And they start buying nutrition companies. And now they are the number one in vitamins for the whole world. They make, they make and sell vitamins. So they saw in the market that food and health in the end as the future. Yeah, yeah. And not urea and what have you for the ground, although there is now a shortage for urea. But they, they, they went away from oil production stuff, carbon carbon stuff, to that. Yeah. So, so to do that, they changed the strategy. They had a vision of the world. We go back to DSM. And say, suppose you would have had a digital twin at the time. Right. That's the question. Of your, of your company, right? Then we say, we make a health, a digital twin that looks at the health of the company at all different aspects. That you need to have a right. meta system of the, that is a system of parameters with values. So in the, in the end, what you say, I have a representation of my company financially. There are some right. organizational characteristics and so on. And then digital twins should be connected to certain sensors of that model of that company, to the finance of it, for instance, of the exactly. last year, to the strategy of it, to the market where, where, where it is, and then all that give triggers to it. And then you have to do the analytics on top of it. Yeah. You have to put algorithms in it that say, Look, just like that digital twin example that I had, if you have already so many hours of this device, now you need to replace it. You can do the same trick, of course, for this model that we said. 
if we have more than so many people complaining about that, and at the same time we sell less products in that market segment, the twin would give an alert and say, perhaps, or you close the people that work on it, or you close that segment, but this is not good. Exactly right. So, so, but you, you need to, the, the system is the same that you create a meta system, a meta system. It is not per se, I think, a, a representation of your organization, but it has to have the structure of your organization, collect data around it and above it and so on and do that. I think companies like McKinsey, I don't know if they already use that, but uh, I think, so if you collect all the, if you think about it, what should that twin as an organization, suppose you are the CEO of a company, what should that do for me? Should it simulate my company? Why? I know my, I know my company myself. I don't, it doesn't have to simulate it for me. I, I have the real thing. No, it has to simulate, I think, right. how, this company, how this company works in a competitive landscape of 100 companies. So and then you also have data about, about the competition. And, 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 right. and so that, that moves on. But this meta-thinking, this, this is what, uh, what I think. I was more, more thinking about, for, for this podcast, more thinking about how, what is the possibility of these things for innovation management processes? So if we have, a, a, you start, for instance, now I come down to the practical thing. So I don't think that we will develop in new product development, any new product anymore without a digital twin. So the, the digital twin part has to be part of the process. Needs to be designed, developed, tested. Mm-hmm. And it goes out into the market together with the product itself. So the twin is part of what you sell, basically. And I don't believe that at, at this moment in time, many companies have the digital twin component already integrated in their process models, in their processes. Oh, it seems early yet. And so we talk about connected apps, apps and things like that. You're right. We, we, yep, as, right. as if there are features. But a digital twin is a serious software program with, with the front end and the back end and, 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 and the whole thing. So I expect that companies, if they create IoT platforms, mm-hmm. but IoT platforms, should be the basis for the digital twins that you make. It's not just yeah. a simple app. It is more than a simple app. More and more, I think we will see that. Yeah. Without naming names, do you know companies that are are doing it? Are there certain industries you think that are maybe further down in the, the, the path? Yeah, in the, in the medical devices and in the consumer uh, goods in, in industry, in terms of, uh, I, I talk about cars, washing machine, and so on. The, the manufacturers, they, they built in sensors and what have you that communicate over the internet already back. That's there for a while. They already do it. They already do it. But I, I don't think they do it already to, to an optimum. Let me give you one example from the research that I, that I did. So it's a simple, a simple thing. There is a company, they, they make and sell shavers. Shavers to beard, to the shaver. You know what a shaver is? Shave your beard, is that the, yeah, yeah. Sh- shave your face, shave, shave your beard, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And the, the, the shaver has a user, right? Now, suppose the user doesn't feel fine. He doesn't feel good. He has a bad morning and he doesn't feel fine. 
if the user has a digital twin and the shaver has a digital twin, <laughs> those two can interact. They can interact. So if the, the, the person has a bad morning, the shaver automatically makes a nice music. <laughs> I give this example. So that digital twins start communicating with each other and interacting with each other. And if they interact with each other, so I did an experiment with that, right? Works, huh? Technically it works. So now you, you are building, let's say, a virtual interaction, thinking, mood. So if the user is in a certain mood, the product knows it and does certain things for the user. Elderly people, lonely people, they, they will have a device. And if the, if the people have a digital twin, the devices in their room can do certain things for them. So the devices have twins, the room has a twin, the house has a twin, and the person has a twin, and these things start to interact. And this is not, this is not science fiction. So if we think like that, we start to create new business models. We are yeah. creating new, new realities, if you want to. And I believe that the Facebook people, Meta, is also thinking like that a little bit. So, but in our customer base, it is something at the beginning. So, new products is is something that they don't exist without new services anymore. They don't simply don't exist. No. But the new the new services are at a level that is far far beyond maintenance or upgrades yeah. or what have you. And so I think that that the meta systems, if meta system starts to interact, that creates new realities and new legal things and, and what have you. And, yeah. and I believe that is an innovation area for all our customers and also for Sofia. That's what yeah, I think. For universities, a lot of, lot Challenging. Of, lot of no, it's also, there. you know, yeah. So if you go in the medical in the, in, in the social environment where people live, you know? So the, the, there's a whole market for people that live, are old, sick, live alone in a, an apartment somewhere, and they, they don't hear and see anybody, and they start talking to a device. So they start talking to the Google device, for instance, in the room. It, it, is, it already exists. That's already happening. So can, so can, you, can you imagine what you can do with that? With that principle, and that is, in my my terms, all digital twin based. So it's all mm, okay. Digital twin, yeah. IoT, is it is it is is that. So hmm? yeah, but it is a step change that innovation. You start at the digital twin, versus starting at the product and adding the digital twin later. Yes, you start with the yes. digital twin, and yes. then the product comes later. Yeah. Yes. And so the digital twin is almost like the packaging of the product. Yeah, exactly. Almost like so, so the packaging is. Yeah, you have to have it first. Not just the packaging, but it's 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 the digital packaging of uh, of everything, right. and also it has to do with being connected to your users, to your public, to your and so on in 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 with with a different yeah over a meta system basically, 
And and if 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 they have meta systems, then then suddenly you get you get like a volcano of, of interaction and data exchange that perhaps you cannot control anymore. So so what are the control mechanisms that a twin from somewhere else is talking to your twin? Yeah. That's gonna be you you got control, privacy, legal, there's a lot of things and just sheer volume of data already in the IoT world. We know that companies can't deal with the massive amounts of data that's coming from the IoT devices at back to them. Yeah. So much data. Yeah. So we have, we need a little technology, I think, to help us as well. Uh, new techniques, new technologies to help but us. We don't, uh, we, we, but we don't, we don't need new technology to do this, right? We, we, we can do it already. It's more a matter of design and how you think. Well, yes and no. I mean, if you look at Google's model for search, right, they've got huge data centers, gigantic data centers, full of, of computers, right? That was how they originally went after it because there was so much information. It could be that to handle the information that's coming in, we need something different than the way we're handling it now. Sensors are bringing data in. Some websites collecting them, dropping them to a database. Some tools are trying to assimilate that data. Some predefined algorithms are processing that data, right? And I think there's a lot of extension there that will will need to happen if it, just because of the sheer volume of data that's coming to just even find the patterns in the data. It can't be humans doing it anymore. It's going to be it's going to be too much at some point. So when Next I talk about something new, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. But so, so I think it will be it will grow slowly but surely, and so on, and we will we 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 will be able to do it because we also have more traffic and what have you. So, uh, so we we of can course. we can do it. And then I think quantum computing, quantum computing. Yeah. It is not far away. It's not so far away that will come and that will replace the normal bits and bytes that we have now to be the qubits, and then. Certainly, we can do billions of things where we now can do one. Right. So there is a kind of a the law of more. So I said that you that we extrapolate every year the the memory. I, I think it is faster than that even. Um, oh, it's yeah, yeah. Where do you go? Yeah, it's even faster than that. So so we, but I I, I think the trend of what we call connectivity, right? So it's we cannot deny that anymore. It, it is there. So there will be new applications on, on top of that, and they will absolutely generate new data sets. And with the new data sets, you get, you get new analytics. And uh, we are in the market of portfolio management analytics and so on. So we, we, we should be prepared on a new world. It's not just, oh, I have some projects here. What is the best project that I should do? That is a simplification that is... It's gone, you know, that it's not there yeah. anymore. Someday we'll look back and say how naive that was. <laughs> how naive that was, yeah. So so in the, in the meantime, the things are happening. What do you think in China? The China is one digital twin. If you look at it as a prison, as a digital twin prison. If you if you cross over a road where you are not allowed to do that, they, they already write off the money from your, from your bill, from your <laughs> account. So, right. so you, yeah. before you cross the road, you don't even have to pay for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they don't even have to pay for it. They're already doing it. So, in the, in the security areas in, in China, they're far ahead of everybody in that sense, technically, yeah, technologically. 
That's why the security exposition is in China. It's not somewhere else. The security exhibition of the year is there. And if you look at the technologies that they use there, and the, that is also like IoT, digital twin based. The digital twin thinking is there. And so yeah. I think the meta system is there. So, so it's a meta, meta, meta. And if you combine that with artificial intelligence, you can predict a lot. Absolutely. We didn't touch the AI ML side no, of it. We didn't touch that here, but yeah, we could spend an hour imagine, on that one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. So but you can you can you can imagine how there is no company that I know not thinking about IoT and digital twins. Not, not no. one. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But this step of interacting twins, that is what I see as a big uh, a big step that is that is uh, is coming. I didn't read it anywhere. I'm just I just think that. So, it's so Lou Bruton's prediction. That's what I think. That, 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 that people, we can say what we think. Yeah, you bet. I mean, I saw that Meta, this company Meta, the, the mother company yeah. of uh, yeah. of Facebook. When I saw that, I think, sh- yeah, yeah, they have seen it. Yeah, they have seen we it. We will see. I, I, I don't per se agree with everything, but they they absolutely saw it. And some people will push back. Some won't accept it. Some will. It'll be generational, I'm sure. There's no choice. You have to go. <laughs> with, you have to go with the stream of the river. You you have to go, yeah. Paul. You can swim against it, There's but a lot of people swimming upstream, Hoop. <laughs> right? Yeah, a lot but of people uh, still. I I I, I wish them good luck. <laughs> there you go. On that note, I know. On that note, it's probably a good place to stop. I think we could yeah. uh, talk a lot more. But uh, thanks for sharing th- thoughts with me. It's fun to uh, yeah. it's fun to think about this world. It's it's not a futuristic world. Uh, some of it's real now. Some of it's futuristic, right? But it's certainly uh, it's going to be fun to watch how this evolves. Yeah, in the coming 10, 20 years. Some of that is already happening, Paul. Don't don't wait. Too Absolutely. Long. Well, Meta's out there already, right? Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Paul. Thanks thank for you very joining much me for a fun, forward-thinking uh, discussion. I enjoyed that very much. Okay. Thank you, Paul. All right. Oob, have a great weekend. Thanks a lot. Thank and uh, to our listeners, I hope you enjoyed that. It's uh, maybe a a little bit of uh, of futuristic, but as Hoop said, it's real now. So. We're not, we're not just totally making this up. So thanks for joining us. Uh, hope you all have a great week, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye for now. Thanks for joining us this week for Innovation Talks with Paul Heller. If you enjoyed the show, please like and subscribe on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, or wherever you listen to podcasts. For additional information on today's topic, check out sophion.com, S-O-P-H-E-O-N.com, where you will find plenty of innovation-centric content and corporate best practices. If you'd like to discuss anything with Paul or would like to get in touch with the show, email us at talks at sophion.com.